Stop 6. Chancel. You walk in the west doorway and you're now standing in the chancel of the church. The plan of the church shows you what's outlined in black. The, the nave was the, where the public would, uh, would stand and then the chancel was the, was the area in which mass was celebrated, where the altar was. The, looking back through the west doorway, and you can see the, the high cross is, is, is um, pictured there within it. But one of the features of uh, Hiberno-Romanesque doorways, or early Irish doorways, was the small slant. And it's amazing the, 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 the way you can appreciate architecture when you, when you understand that. In the, in the chancel, uh, looking around to your right, you can see three windows uh, one that is very small, splayed, and the others is quite big. These were 13th century windows. When they got a few bob and a few extra bob, the abbey was probably um, built uh, as it, the ruins of which we're looking at now by the Augustinian canons sometime towards the latter part of the 13th century and most likely came from the money generated by pilgrims, that it was quite a, a wealthy place. As you can see from the from the superb, masonry and decoration that's there. I mean, this wasn't put up by a fly-by-night. This was somebody who had a master plan and then was able to execute that master plan. The windows, the big windows are 13th century when probably glass came in so that you could, uh, they could use, up to then they would have used pigskin or something like that. And very dark, very dark uh, places, of course. On the, win- on the, the windowsill of one of the 13th centuries, you see there this uh, stone, which, of course, uh, the great story that's told about this was that when uh, Cromwell was trying to find, or his soldiers were trying to find Monahinsha so they could kill all the monks, and they couldn't find the island, they couldn't locate it, nobody would tell them how to get there. And they went down the streets of Rossgray, and nobody would tell them, and they went down Limerick Street, and they banged on the door, and a woman was baking a, her loaf of bread, and she went out and answered the door, and she got so terrified, she told them how to get out to Monahinsha. And when she went back into her oven, the loaf of bread was turned into stone, and that's the stone that's that's there. It's a lovely story, but yeah, unfortunately, with all these good stories, you know, it's probably the 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 the, the, the cap of a pillar. But it, the story is that that's a loaf of bread. It's a, it's tied up at Lot's wife and all things, you know, like that. And many of the children of our locality won't tell you much about the Hiberno-Romanesque, but they'll all tell you about the stone and the loaf and the loaf of of, of bread. And standing here in the chancel, or in the in, in the nave, first of all, uh, I've stood here on many occasions. I've stood with, when we were on pilgrimage, with Callistus Weir, with uh, Greek Orthodox, Methodist, Anglicans, Christians, you know, and so on. And we said a prayer for, for peace. But one of the times that I still remember was when the monks of Mount St. Joseph, the Cistercians, came and sung Vespers here in the Abbey at around five o'clock. And it was really something else. It was at the end of one of the conferences, just at the turn of, 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 of the millennium. And then look at the, at the chancel arch. Look at the decoration on that again. Look at the intricacies uh, of the geometrical... Uh, and picture it as well, probably highlighted, probably painted. We don't know what sort of a roof was on it. It could have been shingles, could have been thatched. But undoubtedly, there would have been... Uh, different um, elements or paint, uh, you, you know, around both the chancel and and the, the nave itself, and then uh, in to the to the left you have this transeptal sacristy. It was built in the 15th century, much inferior. Have a look at the stone on the outside, and you see that it's it's it's, it's rubble. So this is three or four hundred years after the main one. So progress is not always always uh, forward. 
we have two. Uh, we have some grave slabs that were here. This is Ordo, Ordo Brandov, uh, which is now lost. There are two or three others, fragments of which, uh, which remain. Our next stop is going to be, we'll go in to have a look at the, at the, at, at the vaulted area. Uh, but we go up the steps. There are sort of night steps that go up to the, probably to the prior's apartment. There was never an abbot here. This was not an abbey, but the superior would have been the prior. As I said, he, he was mostly Omachers because Omachers or the Omachers had control of the abbey. So we're going to go up now into his private uh, apartment and we're going to sit on the windowsill and ponder.